0: hello everybody welcome to dyslexic season 3 episode 14 today we are heading to mason ohio to learn about and explore one of america's most beloved parks with one of its biggest fans that's right it's a home park hoedown all about the iconic king's island We are going to learn the must-dos, our guest park fave, and so much more. So, let's get started. Now, before Um. we start our exploration of King's Island, let's meet our guest and guide for this trip. Joining me for the first time on the show is Minori. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Super excited. Obviously, way too excited. No, you can tell right so. (laughs) I am so
0: excited to have you on I am so excited to talk about King's Island I have not really got to talk in depth about it On the show yet And it's one of my absolute favorite parks in the country And so I cannot wait um, to talk about uh, your home park And learn more about it
1: You would never guess how much it means to me Here I am doing a home You wouldn't (laughs) guess it's my favorite
0: Uh, I'm so excited It it deserves all the hype
1: Oh it really does
0: (laughs) So, a little um, info about the park before we get started. Kings Island is a Cedar Fair-owned theme park located in Mason, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. The park opened in 1972 by the Cap. It was opened by the Taft Broadcasting Company. Um, and fun fact: there were multiple television specials filmed there um, that the company owned. So, Brady Bunch went there, the Partridge Family went there, the Banana Splits went there. There was all There was a whole Hanna Barbera themed area. Like it was, it was pretty good for the 70s. I'm going to tell you that. Um, but in 1993, it was bought out by Comcast and w- and became a Paramount Park. And Paramount Studios had a chain of theme parks, including that. And so there was all the rides were themed to Paramount, and they added new theming rides, and that lasted until 2006. In 2006, Cedar Fair swooped in and bought the park and added it to its growing chain of parks. And that's where it is today. So let's go ahead and hop into this discussion. Emanori, tell us about your history with the park and why you love it so much.
1: So I was a born and bred local. Um, I'm over here just north of Cincinnati area and my family would go every single year. Uh, we'd have passes every year when they introduced gold passes. We eventually got that because, ooh, fancy parking. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for technically all three phases. Um, I barely remember anything that was left of the Taft portion, so this is before they changed over the Hanna-Barbera sections of the kids' zones, because I was a baby, to Nickelodeon with Paramount. And... I remember most clearly, (laughs) obviously, the Cedar Fair era, and this Paramount... Oh my gosh, there were so many cool things going on during the Paramount era.
0: I wish I could have experienced the Paramount era in just, like any form. Like, even the last little bit, I wish I could have experienced it.
1: They were really cool. So they had the license, actually, for longer than Cedar Fair wanted to keep it around. They just wanted to move everything over as soon as possible, and I understand why. Mm -hmm. But, oh my gosh, the the idea that you could have like the Avatar ride still around for a little bit longer, it was so cool. See, I just I
0: really wish I could have seen it, like, seen the Nickelodeon area. I would, I honestly, I've always been a big Hanna-Barbera fan, so I wish I could have saw that with the Tap era, um, and I really, really, really wish I could have written Tomb Raider the Ride in just, just once in its full glory.
1: I got to do it once, just once, and I will never forget it because it was so good. So much production value put into that ride.
0: It, it would doubt. have been everything. <laughs> now
1: About the warehouse, Ooh, God bless.
0: RIP. Oh. One of the best rides to ever be built, in my opinion. I mean, there's even full like history videos on it that other like big YouTube channels have done and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Defunct Land did a video on it, so y'all can check that out if you want to see what we're talking about with that.
1: Oh yeah, that's a great one. <laughs>
0: um, but continue, you know, uh, with your history. I mean, what what were some of your first like, or what are some of like your favorite experiences of going to the park and memories?
1: So some of my earliest experience was (laughs) getting over my fear. So it used to be the Scooby-Doo coaster, but the original 1972 Junior coaster that was built in the park by the same gentleman that made the racers um, was eventually re-themed to The Beastie, um, just to sort of bring this coherence together because they were eventually going to release sun of beast So working up the courage as a kid to do The Beastie was (laughs) a big milestone, I would have to say. Um, I got to see the Gloria Phantom Theater before Phantom Theater went out, and that was so good. You're going to have to do something on that, please. I promise I
0: will. I promise I will be the first person I contact. <laughs> oh,
1: I got so many good stories. Um, my first major coaster, because I was actually... <laughs> I'm still afraid of heights. Um, I will admit, the the replica Eiffel Tower in the center of the park. The one-third scale Eiffel Tower. It's beautiful. Great view. It's something everyone should do. I'm terrified of it because I'm terrified of two things. <laughs> Elevators that I can see out of and heights. But I am the big coaster fanatic and that is because my first major coaster, and I remember this very clearly, was Son of East with the loop still in. I was probably 10 and what? I had just hit the four foot height requirement my sister bless her heart (laughs) uh had me and my best friend at the park for the day and she was a ride and she promised me blackmailed me that (laughs) if i wanted to go to the movies with her afterwards to see fantastic four rise of the silver surfer
0: oh great choice
1: (laughs) great choice that was certainly worth it in the end that i would have to ride in the front seat of son of beast with her and again, this is back when it still had its loop in. So that was my first major coaster. Uh, needless to say, I'm still here, so I survived it. But my thought was, if I could survive that, I can do anything in the park. In fact, I still act like if I survive that, I can do anything. There is nothing <laughs> to put in front of me. A giga is nothing compared to your original son of beast. With, With the loop as your first coaster. And the heavier coaster. cars, and ugh.
0: I am surprised you still have any bones within your back or neck
1: (laughs) I was young, they were growing still
0: Yeah, they were a little more pliable at the time So you got through it
1: (laughs) but I remember that, uh, my first haunt years Back when Paramount used to do themed haunts There was a year they did Sleepy Hollow For all of the mazes. And oh gosh, that was such a memorable year. Um, and then afterwards, once Haunt came and Fear Fest sort of went away, um, I just I, every single year at least three times, always bring a friend, always have super fun. Um, because of not Scary Farm, Cedar Fair brought Haunt to a lot of its you know parks, mm-hmm. but Kings Island was already doing Fear Fest beforehand, and because of that, its production value at the very beginning when it just switched over was so high. So good.
0: See, I love that, and I'm, I'm. Although I, it's not my home park, I've been enough times to have like a really strong love and appreciation for this park. And within the kind of Ohio Valley parks, which um, are Kings Island, Kentucky Kingdom, and Holiday World, and y'all know how much I love Holiday World. You
1: know, mm-hmm. it's
0: my absolute everything because <laughs> it is my home park, and. I will say King's Island is my favorite out of the three.
1: It gets away with the same thing that Knott's does, where it doesn't feel like a Cedar Fair park. No matter how much Cedar Fair is going to, like, you know, rebrand it, try to keep it in line with it, now how long they'll have it, it will still be this unique beast to other ones. Like anything else has <laughs> take over. Exactly. It was the poster child at Taft. It's now one of the poster childs for Cedar Fair, and I'm so glad for it because they recognize how strong of a park it is.
0: It is just a good park overall. In all three, own, under all three ownerships,
1: mm-hmm. it was a
0: destination to go to. And it continues to be that to this day. Um, and Love I just it. think it's absolutely wonderful. And I'm telling you, if you are a Disney fan and you were like, eh, you know, I don't know about regional parks, first of all, stop. Mm-hmm. Open, your, open your, expand, you know, expand your um, traveling to regional parks because they are very fun if they're close to you and I highly highly recommend Kings Island you will love it I can guarantee you will because even the Disney Double Dose I've talked to them in length about it they loved it they used it for like Disney denial days and stuff where they could like go and enjoy it and I'm telling you if you're if you're missing some Disney and you're a Disney fan and you're within the Midwest or within that region to get to Kings Island go because you are going to love the place
1: oh yeah Oh yeah, does not miss a shot that's fired, but we'll, um, but Mel's (laughs) was completely right earlier this season. Um, Ohio is an absolute pit otherwise. No, nothing against Ohio, but who? I'm kind of glad to be getting out of here at this point, but somehow we got blessed with Kings Island, Cedar Point. We had Gayaga Lake. We had SeaWorld Ohio, and you sit here and tell me why we deserved a SeaWorld, let alone an original George Malay one. How? (laughs) No need
0: for Ohio to have a SeaWorld, (laughs) like, let alone Jaguar Lake being Six Flags and Cedar Fair owned, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, I have a Jaguar Lake map that I hold very near and dear to my heart.
1: I'm jealous now.
0: I've never been to the park, never had Win, but the uh, lovely people over at um, worldtofun.org sent me some maps after we did our episode oh. season one, which is the very first Home Park Go-Down. Um, also on a Cedar Fair Park. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, great! No, I'm so happy. Like I, I'm i excited to have you on here. I'm excited to talk about King's Island because I just love it so much and I know you do too. And um, So, I say we go ahead and jump in to talk about some of its current offerings. I think... Yeah. The very first thing we need to get out of the way is the icon of the park. The beauty it is, is the Eiffel Tower.
1: Yes, I mentioned it just a little bit ago. Like, it's sincerely one of the things everybody has to do. It's a very quick line. Everyone's going to go up there, look around for a bit, enjoy the view, and leave. And that's okay. It's a, you know, a quick wait. It's a quick that's elevator trip That's what it's there for. Up. And yeah, you get to see everything. And the park is beautiful. And it's and, and not only it's just the park, you could see the whole area. And Mason still has a lot of this beautiful woodland in southern Ohio. It's stunning. so <laughs> It is. It truly is. And it's it's something that you get to go and visit and enjoy any time of the year. In the fall it's beautiful. In the summer it's great. At day and night it's completely different. So mm-hmm you know there's no reason not to do it every single time you go except me because i'm i'm a baby with heights. <laughs> See, and I,
0: I actually love like heights i think it's really cool to be like up high and stuff and so for me like i'll go up there and i'll spend 15 20 minutes out of my day just exploring and that's what's really cool about the attraction itself is not only is it a one-third scale of the eiffel tower which is still huge mm-hmm. um there's no real time limit on how much on how long you you know you can experience the attraction. Nope. And I think that's amazing. And yep. you can get some of the best views of the park like you are above all the coasters, maybe not Orion now, but I mean, you can get some of, of some amazing photography and you can see every angle of the park and it's so cool to see that. Oh, and yeah. at Haunt, going up there during hot and looking down and seeing <laughs> seeing people run around like ants and like looking into some of the haunts. It's so much fun.
1: Oh yeah, and they also put the, the eyes up on it every year. They do. <laughs> so it becomes like a living thing. And during Christmas time, they put uh, lights up on it and They're make it into, into like a, a giant, giant Christmas tree. tree. Yes.
0: It's so cool. And like the projections
1: that the lights make are so cool. Mm-hmm. They do such a good job with using it as an actual icon to the park. And it'll yeah. show in, in, you know, it's in the other Taft, well, previously Taft parks as well. But something about King's Island and, and just the scenery around it really lends itself to how important this is as an icon for King's Island, more so than just the Taft parks.
0: I, I agree. I mean, it is just, it's iconic. That's why it's an icon. Mm-hmm. But like, just the park overall is one of the most... Stunning. Beautiful parks. And people do not, especially enthusiasts, I'm calling y'all out, do not give it enough credit for how beautiful the park is.
1: No, no, they really don't. And you know what? I get it. I can understand. It's not going to be manufactured beauty. It's not going to be your imagineered beauty. And that's okay, because I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You know, I I absolutely adore my Disney parks. I I adore my go away green. But there is this natural wonder that, you know, I would say only Silver Dollar City and Kennywood and Dollywood can compare to when it comes to King's Island. And this is something that regional parks overall do so well with and don't get enough appreciation for is how often they are situated within the environment around them. And not Mm -hmm. just taking advantage of it.
0: I 100% agree. 100% agree. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So I think it's time to move on to some of the coasters. Because that's really what this park is known for. Oh yeah. And there's one coaster in particular it is known for absolutely the best. And uh, that would have to be the world's longest wooden roller coaster. Which is the Beast. Ugh.
1: Yes. Iconic. A king, a sovereign, living proof that when, in design, when in-house design, in design hits, it slaps. The Beast is an
0: absolute legend of a coaster, not only for its length, but just overall, it is a great ride. Yes, it's a little rough, but it was built in the 70s. So is Space Mountain, but, that, you know, mm-hmm. get over it.
1: It's... <laughs> It's It's a woody. What are you asking for here?
0: It's a woody built in the 70s. Like It's not going to be super smooth, but it is one of those rides that it is worth riding. Um, The the lore and legends behind the coaster are amazing. It has a story. Um, It's um, Mm well-themed in the areas where it is themed. Uh, And it, it is just a wild ride, especially that second half after the second lift hill with the The,
1: uh, giant double
0: helix. Yes. Yes. It's a,
1: okay, so for people who haven't seen it before, it is not just a double helix, not just a giant double helix. It is a covered double helix. So when you're riding it in the middle of the day, there is all this natural, you know, not perfectly cut wood that Mm -hmm. allows the sunlight to stream in, and it makes this wonderful screaming sound as you're going through it. It really feels like you're being chased.
0: It does like it, it feels like you are being chased by the beast or you are on the back of the beast or whatever it may be. And I also think that's really cool about the attraction overall. It's just it's kind of story is 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 the coaster the beast or is the beast in the woods? Are you on the beast? Are you being chased? There's no exact answer. It's more of just you're in fear because you don't know, but you know, it's real.
1: Uh, And I don't know if you were there for it. You know, they added back the footprints leading up to the queue. They did, I know! Oh my gosh. Just these cute little elements, because so the beast is located in the Rivertown portion of the park, which is supposed to be this sort of rustic, um, I would say, even frontier-ish Ohio sort of of feel, you know, back when it was a lot of (laughs) carpentry, uh, and the beast is the beast in the woods. And for a while, it went away from it as Cedar Fair sort of, you know, sure figured out how they were going to mold King's Island, or yeah. how they might move it forward.
0: And fair enough. I'll probably yeah. say that. They oh, took yeah. over quite a few parks within that time, and oh, yeah. they kind of had to find their footing with them.
1: hmm And so sort of, like, returning to some of these things that make King's Island with the Beast, because this was a just a little detail that they had before that eventually they got rid of because, you know, who wants to see giant, weird footprints in the middle of the park? But for the people who know, who get it, it's just so good. (laughs) You know
0: what? You just brought up something that I totally, it it totally didn't go through my head, and I think we should talk about it. So Kings Island is a theme park. It is sectioned into theme lands, uh, or not lands, but areas, I guess would be more the term I would use. and you start off at International Street, which is a street full of shopping and dining and has the um, this gigantic, beautiful fountain with an amazing fountain show that you have to see. Um, and there's only two attractions within the International Street area, te- you know, by park standard, which is the Eiffel Tower and the Park's Carousel, which is an absolute beautiful yes. carousel.
1: Like, yes that one uh specifically that's an ancient carousel it's not it as is. old as disneyland's but it is a 1926 carousel it's the <clears throat> oldest fried in the park mm-hmm. um it is contained within it is a 1918 Wurlitzer organ that mind you it's it's over a hundred years old at this point it's a little spotty if it wants it's to. it's
0: handcrafted and over a hundred years old <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you um, said that. That's
1: the first oh thing my I thought gosh. Of. I love that movie. Uh, I, and that's my favorite quote from the movie. Oh my gosh. Flashbacks. Oh. <laughs> uh, the carousel was originally at Cincinnati's Coney Island, but mm-hmm. after a big flood, a lot of the horses were lost and the carousel was almost destroyed. Well, King's Island eventually bought the carousel and Coney Island, at the time, put out a big... Uh, comp- well, not competition, a reward for any of the horses that they found after the flood. So, a lot of the horses on the ride were also rescued, repaired, salvaged, and are some of the original horses for the ride, too. So, some of those horses are over 100 years old as well. And, and it still I- sees a lot of people every day.
0: Yes, and I will say this. Um, I know we all kind of think, oh, carousel, all, you know, tons of parks have carousels. Look into the history of your local parks carousel because I can guarantee it's something crazy i'm guarantee mm-hmm. they got it from somewhere else because if you have if parks really pride themselves on carousel and that's them like almost never run down or if they are looking somewhat run down it's more of an aesthetics choice to make it look as to make it look as if it would um uh, to kind of let you know that it's older but like i'm just saying so that is showing uh,
1: stretch it's, marks so to speak yes
0: yes so that is International Street. And then um, we're going to skip over uh, Camp Snoopy, which we'll, I guess we can briefly talk about real quick. Um, Camp Snoopy is a, the children's area. is one of the largest children's area in any theme park uh, in the U.S. Um, and it is themed to the Peanuts Gang. Um, and I'd say the, the most notable attractions in there are uh, Surf Dog. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I would probably Flying say Wood. Witch- yep, was Flying Ace, and I would also yes. say Woodstock Express because, like Woods I said, Stock that was Express, a yes. that was a another 1972 mm-hmm. original ride. Although, and then there's a Race for Your style. Life, Charlie
0: Brown, which is also one of the yes original rides. And whenever I go on it, I pretend I'm uh, one of the Brady Girls because they wrote it on the <laughs> Brady Woods <White> special.
1: <laughs> I can't see. That's, that's something that just goes right over my head. I go back to when it was Wild Thornberry's River Adventure. Yes. Oh, we're going to talk about a great flume ride for kids.
0: And I'm just going to say the whole area is themed super well. You have the Peanuts characters, you have Snoopy, Linus, um, Charlie Brown, Lucy, I think I already said Lucy, Lucy, Sally, Peppermint Patty marcy like everybody's there all the characters are there schroeder franklin can't like the peanuts um <laughs> but they're all there they all have their own attractions it's full of great attractions for kids and families and it's just a really fun kids area plus a lot of times they play 2000s uh pop and i i, I love that like one time i rode the um flying scooters ride which i cannot remember the actual name of um
1: uh, but are you, uh woodstock whirly birds maybe they are up in the air you get to pretend you're pedaling
0: oh no 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 the 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 flying scooter ones where you you move the head or you move the front of it back and forth to swing out
1: oh bless oh my gosh that's been forever uh yeah gosh that would be the woodstock gliders
0: <laughs> yes that's what they' are called and i was riding that once and all literally it was 18s. And then it went to S Club Seven. And then it went to the song from Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen <laughs> And it was everything I could have ever wanted in my entire life.
1: <laughs> Fun for the kids and adults now.
0: Yes. But that but is they uh,
1: used to be kids.
0: <laughs> that is um Planet Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go into Rivertown, which we were just talking about with the Beast. And then there's also two other coasters within Rivertown. Um which one would you like to start with? Uh, I'll let you choose.
1: I'm gonna go with Mystic Timbers first. Great choice. Um, it is another wooden ride, you know, uh, it's something that, so because of the beast, King's Island used to think, or people used to associate King's Island with wooden coasters, but there's actually very few wooden coasters in King's Island now. Um, which is fine, that's okay, they know where to play to their strengths and where not to. Um, it's another ride, and this is, goes for a lot of rides at Kings Island because they so intricately weave their rides through the natural environment without putting too much deforestation, uh, you know, on, on the area. Mm-hmm. Um, the rides are completely different in day and night, and Mr. Yes. Timbers came out with a huge uh, PR sort of a event of what was in the shed (laughs) i will say
0: it 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 does suffer some disappointment from people including myself but it's not a bad ride
1: no no in fact everything up until the shed itself is a perfect ride. it's really nice there's great elements all along um it also has a smaller helix version of what's going on the beast but it has a lot of things that are unique to it too including it's running over whitewater canyon which is the big whitewater ride at king's island Hmm. Um, I would say it has really great theming. Um, they really pushed hard for this idea it that like, the woods were alive, and the th- and you know it allows you to play eighties music at night, sort of like themed to like some eighties logging camp. Something has happened.
0: Kings Island kind of has this theme across the park of monsters. <laughs>
1: um,
0: to me, personally, this is not really park. Official, but to me, there's kind of like this underlying theme that King's Island kind of has like a monster infestation across the park. Um, but that, that I mean, it, it's not like canon from the park, but
1: they definitely push into it.
0: Yeah, they push into it. They they don't hide it. They, yeah, they know. They, what
1: know. Doing. they know exactly what they're doing. Honestly, I would rate Mystic Timber. You know, just the ride itself is already very high. It's a great wooden coaster. It's a brand new yes. wooden coaster. So if you're worried about a wooden coaster that's going to shake you around, Mystic Timbers does not do that. It will and it not. flies through the woods. Um, however, I will say if if this was a matter of like being underwhelmed by the what's in the shed push i think it could have used a vertical drop at the end
0: hey 100 i would have given i think a drop track is exactly what could what should have been in that shed
1: because Uh. it's so great up until your ending because even the ending you get to have a little show i'm not going to spoil what's in the shed um there's a few things that might pop up I will uh, tell you this, there's alternate endings, so you mm-hmm. have to write
0: it multiple times, and there's no guarantee you will get those endings, and there are some endings that are harder to get than others.
1: Yep, and like, some of those endings also uh, reference other monsters.
0: Yes, other monsters within the park.
1: But, but yeah, yeah Rob would be, be great there, honestly. Yes. It would have um, fixed it.
0: You were talking about how it's, like, themed to these living woods, and that um, the woods you know, within where the beast lives within within, um, Rivertown, mm-hmm. Rivertown, the woods are not a safe place to be. There's the beast. And then the woods also have kind of a mind of their own. Yep. <clears throat> and, um, I mean, it is a fantastically themed coaster. The entrance is amazing. There's a crash truck that plays music. <clears throat> um, uh, the, all the trains for the cars, um, uh, our themed to trucks. Um, it's fast. It is exciting. It is a good coaster. The shed theming is amazing. Um, and again, we're not going to spoil it for you. You you have to go experience the story yourself. But this is a story-driven coaster. Yes. For sure. Even in the queue videos. It is very story-driven.
1: And still gives you a lot of thrills.
0: <clears throat> yes. Um, the next coaster within Rivertown is the Hypercoaster of the park, which is Diamondback.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. So, ironically enough, Diamondback does not have the same sort of thing going on where, uh, you know, they rely on the woods or the area to create this sort of theme mm-hmm. round, and it doesn't need it. This is no. such a great coaster. It's got great air time. It's a long ride for a steel coaster. It's about three minutes long. Mm-hmm. It is the first BMM hypercoaster with a splashdown element at the end. Which, that
0: splashdown element is everything!
1: Oh my gosh! And, and Get the that back lake, seat! The lake, you can see it from any portion of the lake that <coughs> it's on. And mm-hmm. it's so cool to watch. You can make a whole day of just sort of sitting there with some treats and watching Diamondback go down. Diamondback
0: um, is a fantastic coaster. Mm-hmm. And its uh, trains are themed to a snake. You know, a Diamondback snake. <clears throat> um, it's not as themed as the other two coasters. But really, it doesn't need it because although it doesn't have like a strong story, if you just kind of got it, I mean, you're in a Western town. There's snakes. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. on the you're on the snake. Like you're riding the
1: diamond back. And that's and the elements speak for themselves. Truly. Exactly. Um, I, w- I was going to actually note that it's been in the top 15 golden ticket steel coasters since its ex- inception up until 2019. Deserved. You haven't seen so, And seven of those 11 years, it was in the top 10. And again, yeah, deserved. I mean, it's jumped up somehow from, like, number 11 to number 4 more than on more than one occasion. This is just such a great experience. And then the park has knocked, it really knocked it out of the park with this one. Ironically, park, park. (laughs)
0: It really did. I will say, though, (laughs) there's also a railroad in Rivertown, which we will get to next. But, if you ride Diamondback and they are refilling the train and you are on it at the wrong time, it's not nice because I rode once and we went over the steam stack on the train and I swear to you I was convinced that my skin has been singed (laughs) and that is when I realized that train is really running on that steam and it's not just for looks.
1: No, it's not. It's I, learned, I learned I learned very water.
0: quick after I went through that steam on Diamondback.
1: And that's you, is a very rare occurrence. However, <laughs> you got a free water ride portion right in the middle of it. Perfect. I got a whole
0: spa treatment. <laughs> My pores were opened and then shut by the air.
1: Open it your lungs funny. and the pores.
0: <laughs> like, literally, it was so funny. You can hear all the people in front of us be like, Ow, 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 ow. ow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was hilarious. But then we hit that splashdown. It cooled us all off. Which you don't really get wet unless you were in the back. And if you if you hold your hand back, you will soak your arm from mm-hmm. shoulder to fingertip. That splashdown is huge.
1: But it's so iconic. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> totally iconic. Um the next attraction within Rivertown is the uh miami mm-hmm.
1: the king's island ki and miami valley railroad
0: thank you it's the very miami Railroad. <laughs> um i'm gonna go ahead and say this i absolutely love that railroad with my entire heart <clears throat> i love when parks have trains there's is a ride and a transportation system to the <laughs> parks water park sub city um but it's, it has some theming elements along the way and I think that's what makes I think that's what separates it from other plain old um, uh, attractions like uh, train rides at parks.
1: It also is an original steam engine. It is a heritage railroad site um, So yeah, it has a lot of theming over the years they've kind of let it go. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, back when the so this was an opening day attraction, and back when the park opened, they had live actors in, along the the entire route. There's mm-hmm. a fort, a full size fort that was built into the woods. A where, full
0: fort. Yes. Like, this thing is huge.
1: Y'all. Oh, it's huge, and they would have actors, uh, you know, trying to assault the fort and defend the fort, and people in this little western town because there's western town facade and. Every once in a while, they'll pull something out, and add something there as like a prop, like sometimes there's like a a park bear or something, something fun, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, obviously they don't do the live actors anymore, but even still, it's a beautiful ride and it's a great journey. It is,
0: um, it's super relaxing, especially, especially knowing that you don't have to get off and on Mm -hmm. at the two stops. You can continue to ride if you need a break and I love that. and, you know, there's a little, there's a little, uh, a town. And like you said, there's a bear, um, which is very funny. It, it, uh, we won't tell you where it is, but it's funny and they'll make a joke about it. And, uh, during Christmas time, during Winterfest, um, it turns into a 12 days, uh, it has a 12 days of Christmas, uh, lights display overlay, which is very fun.
1: It is very fun. If you write it more than once, you will go insane. But that That's is true. Me. That is me. I can't stand the 12 days of Christmas. Oof. Ooh, it just eats away at my soul.
0: <laughs> I say write it once.
1: Yes. Per
0: Winterfest, if you don't like the song, if you can handle the song, write it once <laughs> per trip. Just because it's, yeah. it, you know, I think it's important to let Parks know that doing that kind of stuff does get guests excited. So, if you can yeah. stomach it, write it more than
1: once. <laughs> and in the past, uh, the KI in Miami Valley Railroad was used for Halloween Haunt and Fear Fest as well. Um, this changed, so Kings Island out of all the the parks get, that got a whitewater canyon including the Cedar fair ones eventually um, it was it had such a it was unique because it was further back in the woods. they had an extremely long queue to get to the the loading area for their whitewater canyon. and so what they would do is every haunt year they would incorporate the railroad, have you go about halfway out, stop the train and have everybody get off and head back through a maze. Um, and it was so cool. So great. Uh, one year it was Sleepy Hollow. Um, others it was Tombstone Territory. Um, I've, I've it, seen
0: videos of Tombstone yes, Territory.
1: And it fits Rivertown. It fit every- it was so cool. It was such a great great job Uh, obviously they had to remake the queue for whitewater canyon eventually Mm -hmm. and shorten it so they can't do that anymore but you still have the element there for christmas and it's worth it
0: plus they uh recently added pumpkin eater um as a scare zone in rivertown which worked so good it fits so well i'm so happy it's there yes Um, and you know uh, if you know Scary Farm, you um, you know Pumpkin Eater. It's not a haunt there. It is a scare zone. Uh, but it is, you know,
1: it's I really cool. really hope cool. We get it is a haunt. Oh, It deserves to be a haunt. It but deserves- you brought
0: up Whitewater Canyon, and we have to talk about it. Because I've commenced, and I have said it to this day, I've been on many Whitewater Rafting rides. Whitewater Canyon is the best Whitewater Rafting ride I have ever ridden.
1: Yes. So, Whitewater Canyon was an intimate raft ride um it was made for all the taft parks well most of the Taft parks and each park had its own individual elements added to it it kind of had almost the same layout but what was going on changed because you know not every not not every park is a king's island where it's so beautifully situated in its woods so king's island's big thing was that you literally felt like you were not in the park anymore you were so far away from the park it's the so true that you really felt like you were doing whitewater rafting um king's dominion canada's wonderland you know they, they were closer to the park so they had to add more they had really cool elements like the the multi-tier waterfall but it wasn't natural you know no offense to to canada's wonderland right or parker. i'm sure parker will come after me for that <laughs>
0: right, he'll be fine. He's
1: Canadian. He'll be nice. <laughs> um, and then these were Kings Island was the last built in 1985, and then Cedar Fair looked at the Taft Parks and was like, "Oh, what you got going on there?" So they had Intamin build theirs in 1986. Um, and so I kind of like to think that Kings Island was the last uh, sort of prototype for this, you know, stock Whitewater Canyon ride that all these parks would get and that's okay because this is a great ride. Um if you can you know if you can get wet and not ri- or mind it's a must ride.
0: Mm-hmm. And let me correct. If you can get soaked to the bone and not mind <laughs> I'm telling you but like if you enjoy water rides like I do I adore whitewater rafting rides and whitewater canyon is amazing. It's it's got so many unique elements I've never experienced. There's small waterfalls. Um it really is back in the woods so uh, it, it's a really different... There's um, It interacts with uh, uh, Mystic Timbers and the train, okay. and there's tunnels, and there's one section that I've never experienced on any other white uh, water rafting ride, which is basically a wave pool, um, Yeah, and it just s- sloshes your boat back and forth and th- throws water up there, and sometimes you bump into the other boats, and it's super fun. It has a great interactive element with um, giant geysers that guests can control. Um, great Rapids—it's just a fun ride, um, and it's completely powered by like a lake, which I think is really cool. Um, some people think it's—that's a little gross, but I'm like, eh, you know, you're fine.
1: <laughs> treat the water enough that you know you'll be fine. I wouldn't go around drinking it, but you know, getting a splash on you. <laughs> It's fun. It's like playing a creep. A little less exactly. dangerous.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's just a great ride overall. Like the queue is really fun. Although it's long, it's fun because you get to like walk over the actual rapids at times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's just really is a fun ride. And I just felt it really needed a moment within the episode because it's just such a good whitewater rapids. Oh, it really is.
1: And And this isn't fake looking water at all because it is its own, you know, system. Yeah, it's not the prettiest water, but it also looks more natural, and I have a lot more fun in a lot more natural water than I would in extremely brominated, no offense to Disney, I love my brominated <laughs> water, baby, but it just feels, it feels natural. It feels like you're actually in the woods having fun. It and fits are. the theming of the ride. Heck yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but that takes us out of Rivertown. And that takes us to this kind of weird middle section between Rivertown and Cone Mall. Um, there's not really a name for it on the map. It just kind of exists. And in this area um, is where you would find the lovely picture spot for the now defunct um, Vortex. Um, but it also is the area you will find Backlot Stunt Coaster, which is a highly themed uh, family coaster that the park has right in the basically the center of the park.
1: Yeah, this one was one of the- so this was originally the Italian job because Paramount Parks mm-hmm. got to have all their fun licenses on rides. And unlike some other rides, like Face Off, it was actually themed around the the, the movie, it was supposed mm-hmm. to be a stunt coaster. Um, and no, you're not gonna write home about this one, it's not gonna hit any giant lists. But uh, we even talked about this before, it's just mm-hmm. a fun ride. Uh, It's a launch coaster, and the launch starts you into a three-story vertical helix. And it's just so unexpected. Even though you can see, you can watch it from the queue, but it isn't until you experience it going so fast on your launch and then suddenly turning to the right constantly. It it just keeps surprising you. It's got some great airtime, some great elements. It had some wonderful themed elements, including a fire blast Mm -hmm. when Paramount had it. Um, if you're the a Disney
0: course. fan, this is the coaster for you. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's got like a police chase. Um, you go down into a subway. Uh, there's there's the, the, the stunt element where there's fire effects and a helicopter that shoots at you and then it launches you again into this dark portion where you cannot see anything. Mm-hmm. And the big grand finale of the ride is you bust out of basically the rides sign the, a billboard for the ride and swoop down under the queue and come back and the whole story of the ride is you are a snut driver helping film a movie um, at King's it?
1: Island Do you feel like it because you were getting tossed around in, in the best way possible
0: yeah like there's no pain but it's, it's a family coaster it's not too high it's mm-hmm. not too fast basically I would say if Lights, Motor, Action at Disney Hollywood Studios had a ride this is what it would be
1: that's such a great thought. I love that. <laughs>
0: um, but that literally covers that one spot because there's really it's not its own thing. It's not its own land. It's just there. And they just keep
1: it because it's a good coaster. And, you know, it is what it is.
0: It really doesn't take a lot away from the theme of the park, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, it doesn't um, it doesn't sort of fit into you know, it obviously doesn't fit into Rivertown. It doesn't fit into the next area we're gonna talk about yeah. probably. Um, but it's it's a great ride. It's just sort of something that <laughs> It's too good to get rid of. It really is. And it just also doesn't fit in anywhere. But it is a very fun ride, regardless. 100%.
0: So the next area um, actually has a themed area that juts off from it that we'll get to. But it is probably the longest of all the themed areas. It is called Coney Mall. And its kind of theming is kind of like turn-of-the-century, old-school, seaside kind of amusement park. Um which I absolutely adore. It's honestly probably one of my favorite parts of the park just for that theming. You know, it has the old school, like, 50s looking signage for the rides. This is where you're going to find those classic uh, flat rides. uh, Carnival Games area. Carnival Games, yes. And a absolutely stunning out-and-back racing coaster. Um, Yes. Which I think we should talk about, which is the racer.
1: Yes, the Racer. That's another opening day attraction. A John C. Allen coaster. Yes. The guy who remade, you know, wooden coasters famous. Um, and it was one of the first ones he started doing before his last leg with the other Kings Island, well, Dominion, other Taft parks, mm-hmm. and then Cedar Fair. Um, it's still an American coaster enthusiast landmark, too, because it's just It's just this is the beast. Yeah. No, so, Kings Island has quite a few of those now because of that. So,
0: <laughs> uh, if you watch the Brady Bunch special, this is the coaster they rode. <laughs> um, it, it is just a fun coaster. I love racing coasters. I love I love the element of racing. Even if even if um, one side tends to favor, that's still fine. It's all in good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a fun coaster. You get some good airtime. It's classic. It's not going to be like the most thrilling as of today, but of the time, it really was one of and the I, biggest, fastest, thrilling coasters.
1: Oh, yeah. And I will admit, there are two things to remember with the Racer. So, the Beast is also an older coaster, but it's a little more friendly for bigger sorts. Mm-hmm. The Racer is probably the hardest of any of the coasters in King's Island for someone of size to get into. Mm-hmm. And that's just because of its design. Um, they're not going to be able to redo those those cars. It is something to keep an eye out for. um mm-hmm. But if someone is worried about wooden coasters shaking you and jostling you around, beating you up like the Beast might, the Racer is so popular and so much easier to retrack that it gets a lot of love and attention in retracks. Mm-hmm. So I've never had. I've, I've maybe had one or two years where I've noticed that it really needs its retrack, and then they notice yeah. it too, and. Immediately do it the next season Um I do want to ask Are you do you choose blue side or red side Which one do you
0: favor more
1: Blue oh my gosh I'm totally a blue Too I know that It's red so it must go Faster but I do love my blue Red I'll say This I like
0: red usually I Am the person I'll write it twice to go on both Sides um Even though they're basically the exact same I just think it's (laughs) fun um, I love going with a group and separating and, like, being able to, like, talk trash back and forth during the ride and wave at each other and do all the stuff you do. And, you know, it, it's a great, it's a great ride to to have, like, a fun, like, little competition
1: on. Oh, yeah. And it's great, too, because at the end, well, at the end of the the furthest portion of the track, they split off finally from each other. Yes. Um, around the now defunct Kings Island 4D Theater. Um, And that area is just really fun, too, because that's the the edge of the park, essentially, up until Orion came around. So that was another great view of the forest uh, that King's Island is situated in.
0: Yes, 100%. And like like I said, it's very, it's themed to that old school kind of seaside classic amusement park. It's very Americana. And so the signage of Racer and all the beautiful lights going up the lift hill are absolutely stunning
1: hmm it's another great one that again it's a completely different ride at night
0: hmm um, also within that area we have some of our more classic rides like scrambler and zephyr and uh my one of my favorites which is monster because you 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 it's a very rare it's a very big <laughs> rarity to find
1: yes spiders
0: or octopi or whatever you want to call them around you- parks
1: Yes, and you get to prepare yourself for the 20-minute ride, where most of the time you're just sitting there waiting for other people to (laughs) unload.
0: Right at night, it's a lot more comfortable than sitting (laughs) in the hot sun.
1: It is very fun, Uh, and yes, much more comfortable at night. They also have, yeah, the old, the Dodgems are original. The Mm is a great Scrambler, I mean, simple stuff. They also have Shake, Rattle, and Roll, which is another- Yeah, kind of harder to find nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets a lot of love and attention. It's probably my it favorite does. ride for like children that are learning to go onto coasters. So, like, maybe you've done a junior coaster, but you want something a little bit more. Your kid's not ready for it yet. This is a great family attraction to get them used to those dips and airtime. And it's it is. fun even as an adult just to get on and experience yeah.
0: airtime. What's super fun is that ride kind of coincides with one of the restaurants, which is... Themed to a giant jukebox, and so Shake, route and Roll, and the jukebox are kind of themed together. And that's what's really cool about the park is you'll find things that are themed together, or like basically mini lands throughout the other themed areas of the park, which I just think is really cool. And like, there's that's what I really love about Kings Island is you may look at something and be like, that's not themed, but then when you really think about it, it is. I mean, yeah. the, the next whole thing is
1: especially too.
0: Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about Coney Mall is it's themed to that old school thing. Also, uh, the park's Windseeker attraction is also there. And Zephyr, which is the park's wave swinger.
1: So I was waiting on this one. Windseeker and Orion are the only two rides that are taller than the Eiffel Tower. Uh, I think Windseeker is like 301 feet or something. It's only like a foot taller than the Eiffel Tower. Mm -hmm. But it is a beautiful view. And it's Ohio. So, you know, your, your mileage varies. It could be a really hot day. It could be one of those really cold end of summer <laughs> Ohio days yeah. um, where you're not going to want to ride Windseeker but it's a cool ride it's it's genuinely <laughs> underrated I don't think people uh, appreciate it enough for how cool of a, a flying swing that is
0: I agree and plus it's light package and it's music is always stunning as well
1: yes especially um. at night
0: and there's also one of the newer rides, the Antique Autos, which is a highly themed um, antique auto, Tin Lizzie style attraction. You can find at a lot of parks. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's super cool is within this thing, King's, this is a kind of a newer thing Kings Island is doing. Um, there are posters for defunct attractions along the um, along the uh, the fencing of
1: that ride, and yeah, the route you literally go through a little oil, a uh, little little gas station with zephyr on it it's just it's, it's a
0: really beautiful um uh, yeah colony car 10 li-
1: barbecue oh, is there if, oh if, like you're visiting you
0: ohio um and you know you're not really going into cincinnati or anything king's island's a great place to kind of get like a taste of mm-hmm. ohio with um skyline Chili-, Chili in multiple places so
1: and, and there are lighter options that
0: you want so that they're not afraid be creative with. And then they also mm-hmm. brass in the Rosas, which is another Cincinnati-based... Uh, oh, man, nobody place, complained about King's
1: Island's Panda okay. Express.
0: <laughs> yeah, get <all> over yourselves, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> um, But jutting off of that section is the newest themed area. It used to be X-Base, but now it is...
1: uh What is it called, Minori? Area 72. Area 72. A callback to the, the opening year, but also a callback to Area 52. <laughs> Um,
0: so this area is all themed to, like, uh, science exploration, and basically Coney, if, if, if Coney Mall is, like, the town's kind of, um, uh, like, theme park, think of this almost kind of, like, a Lost Boys, Stranger Things-esque, like, jet-off, like, ooh, it's behind the theme park, hidden away, is kind of the theming for this, and, it's all about, like, um, alien research and space research. And this is where you will find um, two attractions. One is uh, Flight of Fear, yes, which I need Minori to talk about.
1: Oh, my gosh. So Flight of Fear it was probably one of the best pieces of, of themed entertainment that King's Island put in under Paramount. To it this day,
0: a- I, I, I'm just saying.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And um, it was originally styled to the Outer Limits which was another one of those anthology series, kind of like the Twilight Zone. Um, but it has a, a full Q movie. A, a straight-up student movie. Uh, it's, it's not you know, like an hour long or something, but it's enough that like I would let people go past me in line. I'm sure you would let people go past you in line for. Yes, and I have.
0: I've stayed just to watch the full thing because it's good, and there's all these effects that happen with the movie as well to tell the story of the ride
1: hmm the lights start flickering and go out, power, you know, rescinds a little. Um, and there's also a replica UFO that the queue takes. So the queue goes into the, the base, and then you go into the main room. The, the story is that they're letting the press take a look at it <coughs> because they finally have sussed out that, you know, there's something going on at this base. And so we're part of the press and, like, the public that are being able to view this UFO. And so there is a full-scale UFO, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> in a genius piece of illusionary art, the room with the UFO in it has a mirror all along the back wall, which in the years, you know, before Cedar Fair, you know, would to be a little more safe with people, um, was darker. And so you couldn't tell, but it did look like the UFO was a full size UFO and there's some hidden elements in the queue.
0: If it is um, your first time in the park, I'm going to tell you, you're going to get tricked and you're going to think it is.
1: Yeah. Yes, you really are, and and heck, you might even get tricked by your friends by, like, no, this is easy, this is this is a, a dark little flat ride or something. Yeah. <laughs> up until you get to the actual load area. Um, then you go up into the UFO itself, go through it, and into the load area, which has, like, aliens and pods, and the launch, it's a launch coaster. Um, Basically, like, the aliens like um the researchers are
0: we're only supposed to stay in this one area to take pictures of the ufo but the aliens are kind of beckoning beckoning us into their ufo and into their lair to basically take us and take us as hostages
1: yeah they want you to visit them and it's like oh no this is completely normal this is fine come with us and so, yeah, they sort of take control of the coaster, and so the entirety of the ride is in the dark. Um, it's not as dark as it used to be, so it's a in the dark, but we'll say, like, rock and roller coaster level of indoor dark. Yeah, that's fair. You're enough. not going to be able to see the entire track, but you will see elements as you go. And it is fun. The indoor spaghetti bowl is... Second to none. I mean, truly, this is a great ride. If it, it's rock and roller coasters, uh... if
0: rock and roller coaster was better, this is what it would be.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say it's like cousin with the like, like the switchblade and the leather jacket.
0: <laughs> so that works so good. Um, I will say this: if you want it to be dark, you can just close your eyes. I know that sounds silly, but it literally, like, it's dark enough that even if you close your eyes, you're like, oh. This is extra dark. This is advanced darkness. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> and it only makes it that much better. It's kind of like when you ride, um, you know, space mountain in the dark versus yeah. you know, space mountain with the lights on. <laughs> um, I not will say that the lights are on either. Right.
0: Um, I will say this: um, the first time you ride it, it can be very disorienting. I the very first time I wrote it, I could I genuinely could not tell if i was right side up or upside down or leaning to the side left or right i I, I did not know what direction i was facing and i i had never experienced that on a coaster until i was flight of fear at king's island
1: if Sun of beast was my first one flight of fear was my second one and i'm so glad for it
0: <laughs> it it is a wild ride and like it's great there's aliens there's theming elements and you know you get off the ride and you're like oh you survived the you know the flight of fear this time but we'll see if you can do it next time and all this silly you know like things that are like i can't you know you barely escaped us and <laughs> get out and like all kinds of fun stuff with that yes and, and then, and there's then the, this part- was
1: the original one in the area too so this sort of created the area as a whole
0: yeah um firehawk also used to be in this area but is now defunct which was basically the theme for that coaster was like military training but we kind of got a predecessor an even better predecessor which is orion the park's giga coaster that just opened up uh in 2020
1: Yeah, so we finally got our giga we were asking about this at coasters talk 2018 and they're just like <laughs> well know yeah, so cedar spares working their way through and, you know, King's Island's gotten a lot of love up until this point, but we just we had to wait this one out a little bit. And then they finally announced to Ryan, anxiously watching, um, sort of like how VelociCoaster was covered, especially from Alicia. Um, people were looking at the footers and they're like, how is this going to work out? Like, who's trying to figure it out before they even started building? <laughs>
0: um so i have not done orion but minori i i think you have if i'm correct yes yes um i know that there is some amazing theming and storytelling with this coaster do you know any of the story because i am still kind of if i i know it but i'm kind of keeping myself a little less spoilery so i can kind of experience it at all
1: so this the story for this one is essentially that this is an experimental propulsion system it's an experimental craft or a way of flying that that area 72 is trying to create i guess in response to finding out that there were you know aliens in the greater universe on flight of fear but also that they can't trust them to learn anything from them cuz you you kidnapping up people <laughs> yeah so uh part of the uh pr for Orion was Cedar Fair originally applied for two trademarks for a name, Orion and Polaris. And I would be lying if I said that I didn't kind of like Polaris better, but I still love Orion as its name. Um, It's sort of called back to like the the Apollo programs and supposed to be sort of like a new age space race to sort of get into the stars.
0: Exactly. And it's it's got good, the- I mean, it's got really good theming, um, especially for like uh, like the coaster and track itself are not super good theming, but also you're supposed to be flying at high speeds. So yeah. you're not going to see much if you're flying at high speeds. Um, but the queue has excellent theming. It's super fun. And just that whole area is probably the most, that and Rivertown are probably the two most intensely themed areas of the park.
1: So I will admit that <clears throat> anyone who hasn't ridden a Giga Coaster, or even people who have ridden a Giga Coaster, We only have so many of them and Kings Island (laughs) has one It is worth writing. No matter what, I will not sit here and tell you that is my favorite giga or even towards the top of the list because you know, we need to, we need to point out, you know, a giga coaster is supposed to be at or over 300 feet. Um, and Orion, although it wasn't the first giga only sits at 300 feet compared to some of its siblings. Um, mm-hmm. especially fury. Oof. fury 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 325 is that's probably my favorite to be honest <laughs> um orion has seven elements to it and people probably expected a little bit more um especially out of kings island but mm-hmm. it's still an experience for anybody like being being not the highest on a Giga list is like being the not being the least favorite winner of Drag Race, you're still a winner.
0: Right, you still are one and people still like
1: you. Yeah.
0: It's like, eh, you can't really complain. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) To quote a famous scientist, I like to think of Ryan. Uh, You know, management was so preoccupied with whether or not they would get a giga, they didn't stop to think if they should. At that time. (laughs) But again, it, it ha- it's something you have to experience. It is well worth the wait. It's well worth the the ride. It is not going to be super long, or or you know something that you know going to be on for a long time. Because again, it's it's a gig. You're on it for your drop and your speed, and playing around with how fast you're going.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, so that uh, leaves that area, and then the next area of the park. Is Oktoberfest, which Yay! originally, when the park opened, was hi- actually a pretty highly themed area with its attractions and whatnot, um, with attractions that you could actually find, with you know, at Oktoberfest in Germany. Um, but now, not so much. Um, it does hold uh, two flat rides, if I'm correct, and a coaster, and one of the park's signature dining options, which is the Fest House.
1: Um Yeah. If you want to count slingshot, I guess.
0: Yes. Um it does it does have an upcharge attraction, which is a slingshot that you can find at a lot of parks. Um I've done it. I think it's a fine slingshot. It's not amazing. But if you want to do one, do it. Um The coaster within it is actually a highly themed uh mind train coaster. Uh, called Adventure Express. It does not have <laughs> anything to do with Oktoberfest, and no. that's okay. They, it's 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 kind of similar to Backlot, where it almost has its own theming of this kind of hidden coaster within the park, and that that's literally what it's always supposed to be.
1: Yes, is um... like
0: a story of you found like this hidden coaster of uh like ex- of some kind of exploring society.
1: Yeah, it um, definitely has Indiana Jones vibes to it. In yes. fact, they used like a knockoff of the theme for a very long time.
0: Yes. But
1: like the queue, the ride itself, especially when it first came out, was amazingly themed. It was, it was just really well done. Um, you know, you have ruins, you have bodies in the ruins, you have traps in the ruins that you're, giant you're sort snakes, of flying. Spikes. Through giant snakes, spikes. Um, that last lift hill is iconic it is for Uh, yeah for the right and wrong reasons yeah um it doesn't have the greatest first drop although i will say if you're looking for a good family coaster like a a good coaster for you know a child that you don't want to abuse by blackmailing them into the front seat of son of beast (laughs) this is the best first coaster you could go for so on the thrill rating I think Cedar, Cedar Fair and Kings Island give this a four or a five, which is the highest thrill rating. It is not. It is It, it is not. at
0: night. It is at night. If you've ever ridden this coaster at night, you cannot tell absolutely at all wherever <laughs> you are going. I've ridden it many times. I know the layout. I ran I wrote it once at night. It instantly became my favorite night ride in the park because I could not tell anywhere that I was going. <laughs>
1: After the hill, yes, I will give you that. Because also, it has some really steep banked curves. It does. That's what really throws uh, Actually, I was going to say, Mel was talking about Kennywood before, and I would say Kennywood loves its airtime, and Kings Island loves squishing you into your seat with yes. G-Force. Um, and that's okay. That's totally fun. It's, it's it's an experience, and it's one that you don't get at a lot of, you know, parks overall. Um, man, I don't want to spoil the ending of Adventure <laughs> Express, but I feel like we if won't I don't... spoil. We
0: won't spoil the ending, but we will tell you there are animatronics. Um, and there are, uh, there's music, there's theming elements. It's lots of fun. Um, there are multiple themed tunnels throughout the attraction. Yeah, uh, lots of fun sound effects as well. Um, it genuinely is uh, like a well-themed ride and fun. Um, it I'm will gonna live and die by
1: gonna... who who upkeeps. The, yes. the effects. So, like, generally every season, it depends on if the effects are working or not, which is okay. It's a much older coaster now. It's an older arrow, and right.
0: And plus, there's just a lot of moving parts within this coaster.
1: Yes. Um,
0: more than you would expect. If you ride it once, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that you know, like, you can tell what everything is and what it's supposed to be, but there's a lot of moving parts that you may or may not see. Um, I'll go ahead and spoil in one of the tunnels there are like spikes that jut out and if you're flying through you're like totally get it spikes they don't need to make that move um, but they do they are intended to move and like thrust towards you like these spikes um, and when they do it's pretty cool yeah I
1: don't know. and like the, even the first tunnel so the whole story is supposed to be that you're on the wrong track of the like the minecart there's multiple minecart systems and you're on the wrong track and the first tunnel is you actually breaking through like like the wood that is supposed to condemn this track. Right. If you've ever seen like it's it, it's really fast, so it's kinda hard to see nowadays. But yeah, it's
0: it's great. Yeah, it it's got a whole storyline and a whole thing, uh, like a whole lot of theming elements. It's enjoyable.
1: Yeah, great um, courses on the tilts.
0: Yes. Um, also within this area is this beautiful lake and a uh, beer garden and across from that lake is um, a swinging ship attraction, which name escapes me in this Viking moment.
1: Viking Fury.
0: Viking Fury, thank you.
1: Oh, it's been around since 1982. Uh, half of it is positioned over the lake in front of the fest house, meaning you will, like, not be facing the fest house, but you'll be able to see, like, oh gosh, I'm over water on um, <laughs> this ship that's swinging. And the other side goes up into the, the what's left of the woods surrounding it. They've never fully cleared those woods. So it's it's a great ride. I mean, I know that a lot of people look at the swinging ships and think like carnival ride, but this isn't. Like this is it larger. Is. It's more better well maintained. It's the, the biggest ship swinging itself, ship I've ever been on. Yeah, and the ship itself is very well themed. In fact, I think last year they, they repainted it too. So it's themed for the area as well. And it's muted like, colors.
0: Yes. Like, it's not obviously, like, a highly themed attraction, but there are theming elements to it that are really pretty. Like, the boat is very beautiful. It's swinging over the lake with the water because, obviously, it's a ship. And, you know, it's it's just a fun attraction that um, really just fits exactly where it is.
1: Yeah. Um, it fits vintage Kings Island, and it honestly fits the Oktoberfest area, which is...
0: Yes, very you're right.
1: Good. Like, there doesn't have to be much to this area for it to be so well-themed for what it is
0: exactly Um, and then that brings us to the final area of the park which is Action Zone Um, and Action Zone is kind of themed to kind of like a like a thrill seeker kind of backlot stuntman kind of theming Um, and that was a lot mainly due to uh, Paramount Parks
1: yep I was gonna say
0: (laughs) Um, it, it's probably the most disjunct of all the theming places besides, um, Backlot Stunt Coaster. But even Backlot Stunt Coaster, it actually, I feel like, doesn't take away as much from the area even uh, as Action Zone does. So Action Zone, um, has two of the other monsters of the park, um, plus multiple flat rides. Uh, it has three coasters, uh, a water attraction, and multiple flat rides. And the uh, if you're coming from Fest, the first attraction you're going to see is Del- is Delirium, which is a uh, huge giant frisbee attraction. Very fun, very popular. Uh-oh. And one time I saw somebody said its paint job reminds them of a pencil, and I've I've thought of that ever since.
1: Amazing. <laughs>
0: Um, and then next is one of your favorite coasters, which is our first monster that we're gonna talk about, which is Banshee.
1: Yes, okay, so Banshee is a very underrated inverted coaster, I, I would say. Um, there are a few things it's it's Q again, another extremely well-themed queue. Uh you're supposed to be going into like this Gaelic lodge. Um there's a graveyard out front with the remains of Sun of Beast, uh, which Banshee takes up most of the land of. <laughs> And it has such an amazing, uh, uh, another thing I'd like to call spaghetti at the beginning of the ride. Mm -hmm. Before it shoots you out into the more heavily, well, what used to be more heavily wooded portion of the park. It's been cleared since and hasn't regrown because of Son of Beast's departure. Um, honestly, like, it's a great ride that the first half is all about, you know, the thrills and the elements And the second half feels like it should have had more theming to it. Yes, I mean, and who knows?
0: King's Island is one of those parks that they will add theming to attractions later. Mm -hmm. Even years later at times, just to kind of upkeep it and make it different. Um, Yeah. Because at its courts, it it genuinely always has been a theme park. Um, And so... You know, I won't. I wouldn't be surprised add it because the queue is well themed. The station is beautifully themed. Uh, even the gift shop is themed. Oh yeah. Um, the sign is stunning with the banshee and her mist coming out. And I know when it opened, it was the world's longest. Um, Being an invert, I don't know if that's still true to today.
1: Oh, I'm not sure. i did have to check on that one.
0: Um, but I know when it opened, it, it was for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great though. Like you go to that top of the hill, you take that dip, and the banshee screams, and you're yeah. captured under her, and she's taking you to your doom, pretty much. Um, you have
1: a lot of elements in the beginning there with the the loop that goes around the the lift the hill, lift, yeah. And and these are some really great stuff. And then it shoots you off towards the woods, or what? Well, where there would have been. Like. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see, you know, some trees transplanted there or a lake for the I need a lake,
0: yes, because Banshees live near lakes. Like, that's just what they do.
1: Some fog effects at night or another Banshee scream. Or, you know, the, uh, like, the just the lights projected onto fog. That sort yes. of ripple effect. That would be perfect. You know, if be that awesome. had been on it, I feel like this ride would have been so much more well received. And it's not a bad ride. No. It's just people go to King's Island, ride the rides, and don't take into account that these are supposed to be themed rides.
0: Yeah. Some people it goes right over their head um, because King's Island doesn't hit you in the face theming. But mm-hmm. like if you're if you're a theme park nerd or just somebody who you know can kind of grasp, more of a theatrical person, you can grasp the theming of these attractions and that they have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be really cool in Banshee is one of those fog um, like, mist curtains. Yeah. where But with a projection of the Banshee, like, flying towards you as you're going through it.
1: That would be swell.
0: Granted, that only really worked for the first car, but still, it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that takes us to our, uh, second paid, uh, you know, extra pay attraction, which is Extreme Sky Flyer, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um. I've ridden it. It's a sky coaster where, you know, they put you in a harness, they pull you up, you pull a ripcord, you fly. Very fun. If it's a $5 day, I'm telling you, do it. It is worth it. It is super fun. Um, If it's well, over you. a $5 day, I'd be a little more questionable. I, I may even do a $10 day yeah. depending on it, but um, definitely a $5 day. I, I'm honestly saying, you no, know, don't skip it
1: if you wouldn't have experienced it otherwise and you're not going to see many of these not in like a, a super like we're talking a small regional park yeah then yeah it's worth it
0: um but then that brings us to our second monster in the area which is the bat um which is a um
1: bnm invert yes
0: bnm invert but not the same as the as banshee this is the original version of a
1: BM invert yes this is only like the second BMM invert ever made and it's the s- first custom invert that was made on Kings Island's, you know, Dime. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And and this is a very old, you know, obviously invert. This is back when banking was still wild for inverted coasters. So, yeah, you know, we talked about this before too. That last yes. base turn into the bank or er, the brake run. You're per- perpendicular with the ground.
0: You are completely but it's so fun. You go up, you hear the click, click, click. You're high up in the sky in the station. Um, huh. You can get some good airtime in that back seat on that first draw. I'm telling you. Oh,
1: yeah. You. And Mel's wants to talk about old, like, slow lift hills. The bat has a slow lift
0: hill. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The bat takes forever. But it is such a fun ride. It's personally my mm-hmm. favorite um, ride in the park. Um, it doesn't have a lot of theming. It really could if you wanted to. Um, it did open as a um, gun done. and yeah. then flight deck, and it did have some airplane theming during that time. <laughs> or from what I hear, it did.
1: Yeah, um, I had the most theming UIs <sighs> up until then. And then the cars themselves were like uh, decorated like jet planes. It was really cool. Yeah. And Um, they only called it the Bat because it's an homage to an infamous other coaster, one of the the, the first inverted coaster (laughs) ever, essentially. The original Um, Bat, which had
0: bat shaped cars and everything. Um,
1: Um, But it was just too early, you know, in the design for inverts. So it was not great and it got taken away. But people love the Bat so much and Kings Island loves its little, you know, beastly icons that it sort of keeps secondary to the Eiffel Tower that uh flight deck was originally renamed the bat it got a new paint job and everything to have uh the orange on the track orange track Mm -hmm. like the original bat and it's i would say it's a great successor uh it could (coughs) use some more elements on the ride itself but if you're riding this at night (coughs) this is another one of those coasters that this is a steel coaster probably the only steel coaster that actually has these elements of the you know the woods the natural wood lines along it and it's so good Especially at night.
0: And sometimes there's like a little creek running under it. Like it's it, it can be really fun. I I would love for them to add some theming elements to it. I think there's a lot you could do with it. I mean, with a bat, you know, like there's caves. There's tons of theming elements you could add to the queue. Because it is a long queue. It is the longest mm-hmm. queue in the park, I am convinced.
1: Yep. Um. Oh,
0: gigantic. at the exit,
1: though. At the exit, though, you get to see that final brake run and that turn. And the, the cars are maybe like a foot. Between you and uh, the car and there's a fence yes. Thank goodness, but it's such a great photo spot.
0: It is like it's, it's, it's a wonderful coaster and I feel like people crap on it too much. Um, And I'm telling you right now, I did it in a TikTok when I get tips about going to the park. If you need a place to get away from crowds and cool off, the exit area of the bat is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, But then you walk all the way back to the area and we have, uh, right beside each other, Drop Tower and Congo Falls, which are, um, Drop Tower is a drop tower. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a a very tall drop tower.
1: It's a second generation, I think, right? It was in 1999, so second generation. It's probably the the, the most stable, best version that you're going to find of a drop tower. It's never had any issues as far as I know. Um, It looks great. It it's got some the theming. Area. Yep.
0: Um, there's that target on the top of the building that basically is like you're gonna splat here, <laughs> <laughs> which I think and is the, hilarious. The
1: checkerboard at the top. Yeah, it really does still feel like a stunt theming sort of thing.
0: It does. Um, and you know what? That's okay. It's a drop tower. I mean, yeah. There's a lot you can do to theme a drop tower, but not really this one. It's it's almost too tall to theme um unless you really were to do a whole overhaul of the action zone section yeah um and then you have congo falls which is also you know a not highly themed attraction but um it is Krusty. a classic shoot the shoots attraction crusty
1: crossing my arms on this one it's crusty yeah there's I'm a lot I'm ready for it to go <laughs> there's a
0: lot like I actually I don't want it to go because it's the only shoot the shoots attraction Um, classic-wise, that you can get within these parks. I mean, Kentucky Kingdom does have Mile High Falls, which is a better shoot-to-shoots attraction, but you don't get that fun airtime hill on um, that one.
1: You are right. You are right. It's just, it's so... It's on the edge of the park. You can see the parking lot because of it. Yeah. Um it, it if they got, added some yeah, theming elements to it, it could it,
0: it could be it could be nice.
1: Yes, but I'm not gonna lie, if I were a park executive and I was looking at the footprint for Congo Falls and Denver Wolf Theater, which isn't really used the amphitheater anymore, mm-hmm. I would be looking at that footprint and being like, That's prime real estate right now.
0: Without I agree. to go out
1: and deforest. I agree.
0: Um and then finally, we have our last coaster of the park, really, which is Invertigo, which is a um, inverted boomerang.
1: Yeah, I mean, fun. I mean, we get we get we have a lot of clones of those right now. This used to be Face Off because you face off with the person across from you. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything special. It's it's it, the Vacoma Inverts are just really fun. That's why a lot of parks have them. <laughs> And the best part about this, probably, is that it goes out over the... Well, as close as you can to the entrance area of the park. So it's yeah. probably the first thing everybody sees. And slash, you get to see everybody walking yeah. in, too. It's it really so, draws
0: you into the park. It is used yeah. to draw you into the park. Because you hear the screams and it has a good roar. Um,
1: It's no gatekeeper, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, it's no gatekeeper, but, you know, it's fine. Um, I will say this... I mean, there's not really a ton of theming you can do with it, if we're honest. Like, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's an experience, and it's a good it, one. That's why yes. there's so many of them.
0: Exactly. And um, that kind of brings us to the end of the current, like, offerings within the park, besides some of the special events, um, which I think we can briefly cover really fast. We've talked about it multiple times. Uh, Kings Island has a Halloween haunt event, um, which is when ghosties and ghoulies and maniacs come out to the park. And there's scare zones and haunted houses and uh, themed shows to it, which is super fun. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. Some of the best shows in the park are during the the two events, seasonal events, Halloween Haunt and Winterfest.
0: Yes. Um, Halloween Haunt. Um, I'll ask you in the lightning round, but uh, for your favorite. So let's not say let's not say your favorite, okay. um, but um, if you had to pick like a a uh, 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 a second and third favorite uh house that you've experienced at haunt
1: what would it be second and third favorite would be slaughterhouse which is right next to the beast in its own love building slaughterhouse Theme themed the entire year and then it would probably so this is one that everyone else will not love but i love it because it uses the the station for son of beast is wolf pack it's a very short one it's all about uh you know werewolves attack in mm-hmm. a dark forest it's and it's genuinely
0: kind of frightening i'm not gonna lie I'd, I'd put it with one of the more frightening of
1: the house you'd be surprised how much they can get in on what is essentially the old load track and the old load ramp for this this ride that just doesn't exist anymore it feels like you know at points you're in a cabin sometimes you're walking through the woods and at the end there's a giant werewolf puppet oh that's mm-hmm. just you know the one of those pop out <laughs> of the wall Oof, it gets me every time
0: um, I would agree with you on Slaughterhouse. And then I also, um, am a big fan of, uh, um, there's some that have come and gone while I've been going. Um, I don't, I'm also a very big fan of Kilmart because I just think the theming of it is great. Yeah. And, uh. Although it made no this house, I really loved Bored to Death just for the concept of yes. scary board games. I just thought that was funny
1: and fun. Like, you want to do an episode on Phantom Theater. We could. I could talk for hours how King's Island kept a lot of the figures and props from Phantom Theater and used them in Haunt.
0: And I love it. Cool. And then there's also Winterfest, which is um, a winter holiday where you can actually get a themed event where you can Skate on the, the 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 Royal Fountain. That's what it's called, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can skate on the Royal Fountain. They have tons of characters. You can meet like Ebenezer Scrooge and the Mouse King. There's peppermint people. There's an ice queen and king. There's carolers. There's hot chocolate. Special this
1: greens. island was also the last of the Taft uh, parks to get the updated lighting package from Cedar yes. Fair. So, International Street now has these beautiful lights every year, and it, it shows, you know, at, when you go normally, but it really stands out during the holiday events. Yes, uh, 100%. especially Winterfest. And both Winterfest and Halloween Haunt have a special eating experience. And mm-hmm. actually, above the uh, entrance to the park, um, the International Gateway, there is a restaurant um, that usually for Haunt and for Winterfest. Well, other than private parties, it will open up as sort of a serve-yourself buffet. And it has this beautiful view over International Street. Mm-hmm. And it's cool during Halloween to see the end you know, the IDs on the Eiffel Tower. But during Winterfest, it is primo. Primo! Because you get to see everybody skating. And you're eating really great food, which King's Island has done a really great job King's of. King's
0: Island. I, I have a friend who works at uh, in the food department. King's Island has some wonderful food. Their funnel cakes are amazing, and you can get toppings on them, which most other parks like their toppings are limited to like powdered sugar and chocolate. Like King's Island, they're like you want apples. Here's some apples. Here's some strawberries. Here's some cherries.
1: Yeah. For for a quick reference, uh, a few years back, I think it was 2016, 2017, maybe been 2018, <clears> uh, <throat> yes. King's Island picked up a new executive chef, Chef James yes, Major, who won sh- Chopped twice. And he was also on Cutthroat Kitchen. He, he became sort of a celebrity chef, Ohio born and raised. love both of those and, shows, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know. They're so good. And his mission was to make it so King's Island's food overall.
0: Um, we were saying that King's Island has some wonderful, wonderful food options.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, someone didn't even know we had Tom and Chi there. Oh, there it's, is a and it's so good. You want something that's probably your best value for your credit other than doing Coney Barbecue. Like, let's say you think Coney Barbecue is a little too, too much for you for the day. It's a hot Ohio day. Can I interest you instead in grilled cheese? Because grilled cheese <laughs> so with good. bacon and that little bit of barbecue sauce. So worth it.
0: And something else that's kind of, uh, oh, we forgot a the festival. There's also Peanuts Fest, which celebrates all things Charlton Schultz and the Peanuts, which is yes. super fun. They have comic strips everywhere, special character meet and greets. They have uh, an animation academy style thing yes. that goes on, special shows. Peanuts Fest is super fun. And one year they did have like an international style festival. Um, I don't know if it's been back since that year. I don't think it Brand has. Grand Grand but- Yes, Grand Carnival, but I know it's traveled to different um, Cedar Fair parks.
1: I'm hoping they bring it back again. I think that was another thing that sort of butted off of knots that Cedar Fair is trying to do in the parks. Yeah. Um, I sincerely hope it comes back because that was really cool. It was, you know, it was a food event at a seasonal park.
0: Yes, it was super fun. Plus, I had the whole parade and everything.
1: Yes, and that's such a good parade. Like, if you want an actual, like, great show, you that was a great show on main stage. Um, They sort of did a little bit of music from every country. Yeah. Um, And then it had such a cool parade. Yeah. 100%. Um, But also, Kings Island also has
0: really good merchandise, I will tell you. Like, if you're a fan of the park, they have good merchandise. I mean, they have pins, they have nano coasters, they have the typical, like bloody boss that you'll see you know like you know like the tie-dye t-shirts with the names and the globes and stuff um
1: they they do play into their uh nostalgia a lot so there is also like t-shirts with the old logos um i think my boyfriend at the time got shot glass set of both like wooden coasters and the steel coasters they know what they're doing
0: they do they do
1: (laughs) they just released like two (laughs) posters like like classic style attraction posters like minimalist posters for the beast and the racer and i was like "Ooh, it's like 30 bucks i'm still getting it <laughs> um but yeah it's just overall it's a wonderful park
0: for basically all things even the shows are great um they even had a for a couple of years i was going they had a cirque cirque du soleil style show
1: yes um,
0: they did so such great work it's such a good good show it was it was enough to where uh my boyfriend at the time when i was going um he actually found uh like all the music for the shows online oh. and like we we would see it multiple times in a trip just because they were that good
1: yeah you're uh, gonna have to share that with me now but
0: if i could was find also it, like, it
1: in was the paramount theater so uh also yeah king's island has well it's not paramount anymore it's king's island theater but it's a paramount beautiful
0: theater film. by the way yeah very it's unexpectedly a cold-sized beautiful. theater
1: right in the middle of in vertigo and the main gate you wouldn't expect it. it's sort of tucked in there and every time they do a show there i don't even need to know what the show is it's probably going to be a good one mm-hmm. it's an ac you know it's a cooled theater you're going to be it's sitting the down wait. it's worth the wait and it's worth sitting down taking time out of your day to enjoy yourself and also
0: um during the summer um every night and they end with fireworks and it's still on their website now i don't know if they did it during the 2020 season but i know they did it um before and it's still on their website they have a firework spectacular with music um it's wonderful it's fun to be on the rides during the fireworks i personally really love standing um under or near the Eiffel Tower during the fireworks. Yes. Um cuz also the fountains will change colors and will go along with the fireworks. It it truly is a spectacular and you that you would see similar to a Disney park.
1: Um also to note, uh, I don't know if they're going to still do this show, but they did do it for for 2020 and it's still on the website. Area 72 will have a DJ and like a little party atmosphere that. going on as a pre-show party for the fireworks. And that's really cool cuz the fireworks for Kings Island are shot off so also if you're looking at a map, this is where to expect them. The fireworks for Kings Island are shot off behind area 72 kind of to the right, so it would be a little bit mm-hmm. to the right of Orion's lift hill and also between it and Windseeker.
0: Yes. Um- if you're
1: ever wondering like where your good spots are for fireworks viewing,
0: Honestly, there's really not a bad spot no.
1: in Kings Island to watch
0: their fireworks. And that's what's super cool is, like, you don't have to shove and find a place. You could be all alone with somebody you love or your family. And then there's just this magical moment of fireworks. And 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 the first time I ever went and saw the fireworks, that was what made me 100% fall in love with this park.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's so, nothing that's going to obstruct that view except the, the Eiffel Tower. I'm not going to lie. Thierryx being behind the Eiffel Tower is such a great photographic moment.
0: It is. It is. It's so beautiful. Well, that brings us uh, Mm -hmm. to the end of the current offerings and to the lightning round. Nori, are you ready to tell us your phase in the lightning round?
1: Uh, Yes, but I had to do it twice as fast as I've been talking this entire time.
0: (laughs) Okay, here we go. Starting now. Favorite coaster.
1: Darn you. <laughs> uh, I would probably say it's a tie between The Beast for Wooden and Flight of Fear for Steel.
0: Fair enough. Second, favorite flat ride?
1: Uh, Viking Fury. Oh, I'm surprised. That's not what I expected you to say. I would say that. Or or a close second would be Windseeker. Windseeker genuinely. great. Amazing. Um, Favorite food at the park? Uh... I am a stand for La Rosa's pizza. I'm not going to lie. That's a local pizza that they they serve there. But I will go with the funnel cakes, especially if you food hack it with the blue ice cream. If ooh. You try to combine them next time. It's a big food hack. That would hack- be amazing. Oh, wow.
0: 2021. <laughs> uh, favorite slide in the water park?
1: Uh, ooh, trying to think. Of- we barely even touched on Soak City. So Soak City used to be Crocodile dundee's boomerang bay it became boomerang bay and then soak city um it has some really great stuff like a wave pool uh if you ever do tropical twister or pineapple pipeline especially like just the straight slides the the four in a row racers those are great
0: fantastic
1: um
0: favorite meet and greet in the park
1: uh i think we both agreed earlier on sally or peppermint patty
0: I love peppermint patty, and then I also love meeting Lucy. One hundred percent, she's so sassy. Oh, yes, you're right. Snoopy is fun too, but Lucy, Lucy's probably my favorite. <laughs> um, Snoopy gets favorite. so much
1: attention. Yes,
0: <laughs> and then favorite show at the park.
1: Um, there is a live performance on the center stage right in front of the uh, Eiffel Tower love it. called Center Stage Live. That is really fun. The people up there, they're amazing performers. The costumes are wonderful. It is bringing you into International Street, and it echoes throughout the park, so.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And then our last one, favorite special event?
1: Well, haunt, yeah, obviously. not going to lie. Although I will <laughs> plug Coaster Stock every year. Every year Kings on has a Coaster Stock. It is a ticketed event, and it is absolutely worth it. And a close second to to haunt would probably be Grand Carnival. So if you can get to the park while Grand Carnival is going on, if they're doing it, great food options. Like, you want to talk about King's Island having great food options, Grand Carnival adds to it. It's kind of like its own mini, uh, probably the closest thing would be Universal's Mardi Gras. But I was <laughs> going to say food and wine because everybody <laughs> loves food and wine. <laughs>
0: well, that is amazing. Thank you for doing the lightning round. And um, before we go, it's time for plugs. Do you have anything you'd like to
1: plug? Uh, Well, it's just me. I'm just uh, a tiny little, little, uh, you know, corn trunk queer on Twitter. Um, at minnow, like the fish, minori, M-I-N-O-R-I. So fully that would be at M-I-N-N-O-W-M-I-N-O-R-I. Um, <laughs> I'm just sort of a retweet machine. I have some funny quips sometimes. But that's just about it. Uh, I will be moving to the Orlando area at the end of July here. So that's so exciting. I know. I know. I'm so excited. It's Windermere, too. And I was like, Oof, oh, that's a great area. Um, this will always be in my heart. I will always be more than happy to come out to make trips for Kings Island. And I sincerely hope everybody else gets to see how amazing of a park this is.
0: I degree. you have to you have to at least save me a day i'm gonna have to come up this summer and we're gonna have to go together
1: yeah i would love that
0: <laughs> amazing um as for me guys you can follow me on uh, twitter at, at scott021 or look up dyslexic you can follow me on instagram at dyslexic 96 and on tiktok at dyslexic and you can listen to the dyslexic podcast every week so that's going to do it for us for another Home Park on episode of Season 3. If you like this episode, then you can check out all of Season 1 through 3 of Dyslexic and Season 1 and 2 of my theme park design competition, Ultimate Imagineer, on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and so many more. A favorite of mine really, really <laughs> thank you so much if you really really like this episode then you can share the show with your family and friends and give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice it would really help the show grow and i'd love that thank you all once again for joining us and have an amazing week make sure you're still wearing your mask even you vaccinated um stay six feet apart still there you know until everybody's able to um get safely vaccinated and um you know d- just do your part to help the spread and I uh, hope you all have an amazing week and I hope you visit King's Island this summer. Bye everybody
1: yeah, goodbye.